Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that America has become too politically correct? Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Do you see the coming of our political and economic demise? Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. And now, broadcasting from the Eagle's Nest, a man who makes no excuses for putting America first. Here's your host, Von Wehunt the Barbarian. The great show that you love, that you've been waiting for, Von Wehunt and the Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. Epic episode 19 tonight, with a star date on November 1st, 2022. AD, of course, and this is our fun show. It's our Space Age Bachelor Pad studio tonight. It's our new blog talk radio show. This is a once a month, the first Tuesday of every new month. It's very easy to remember. So it's November the 1st tonight, Tuesday night. We're glad you're all here. A lot of you love this show. It's your favorite show. And some of you prefer the Thursday political show. Well, the Thursday show will still be here in a couple of days. But this is our rogue, our infamous 19th episode tonight. Onwards to the Bachelor Empire yet again, and may God save the Bachelor King. Can you believe we're already pushing Thanksgiving now? Halloween's over, and we're marching. We're driving in our convertible, our Jag convertible, our Shaguar, all the way into the Christmas holidays. Amazing. Well, this is our show to um, put out some steam, if you will, have some fun, take some um, liberties, if you want to call it that, with our female guests, and we did, and have some fun, kick back, enjoy ourselves. Now, a lot of you young guys, millennial generation Z, Y, and X, have called the show, and um, well, I am your generation X host, of course. A lot of you have, have, have called the show, and you've written it. You send telegrams and postcards. Many of you don't want to come on the show. You, you tell me that you're fearful that somebody in your workplace will hear you, turn you into HR, and then get you fired. Many of you uh, have said that. That's a valid fear. And that's why this show is here, because I'm past all that, hopefully. Though I still work. But um, the dreaded days of the HR office, the HR wench coming for you. Let's just say I spent lots of time in the HR office, lots of time in work detention. So I was a young buck coming up through the ranks, 
Not everything was rosy. You had to work your ass off, work a few jobs each week, do your best to um, keep going. We have a lot of new listeners, and we're glad you're here. How many of you guys are just learning the political hellscape of the world? That's for Thursday night. But on this show, we will talk about men, women, the dating game, the toxic dating environment. You know, what's out there, what you really care about, relationships. The battle between the sexes, on and on it goes. So we need to properly induct you into the bachelor's den and the radio fraternity tonight. We're glad you're here. And um, stay tuned for your induction. It goes a little bit like this. Uh, I state your name. I state your name. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Amen. Sergeant at Arms. Do your duty. Now on your job to talk, my name is Weasel. Uh, now on your name is Mothball. Kroger, your Delta Tau kind of name is Pinto. Why Pinto? Why not? Well, what's my Delta Tau kind of name? Dorfman, you've given us a lot of thought. From now on, your name is Flounder. Flounder? We now consecrate the bond of obedience. Assume the position. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Well, you're now properly inducted. You know, we saw the um, Halloween people out there, the families, the get-togethers now, where I live in my compound, basically, we um, we normally don't have a lot of kiddos come out this way in the mountains of North Phoenix, but um, we were out there a little bit, having some beers, saw a lot more trick-or-treaters, you saw the hot milfs come by, the hot moms, and beautiful children. They got their candy. We were having a few beers. That was fun. Talking to the adults, we had some uh, speakers out, playing some rock and roll, having a good time. And uh, basically, um, it's kind of fun to see the parents, you know, during these Halloween events. Um, Some of the moms were dressed like complete whores, hookers, with one cigarette in their hand, towing a red wagon with their kids in it. It's a classic look. The French maid outfit or a cheerleader outfit in the, in the shortest skirt possible, walking around the neighborhood. Just love that. Hilarious. It's America with a K in the year 2022. But... Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, good to see everyone out and about. The weather was stellar this time of year in Phoenix. Beautiful weather. Uh, it, winter and the coolest came early by about two weeks this year. So outside enjoying it, outside my compound here in the studio where I broadcast from, and having a good time, you know. But um, it was good. It was good. Well, we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. We are um, always so glad to have you all here. Welcome to the Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy.
love that. Remember the guys that you will not be happy in life until you are happy. Never forget that. And like they say down south of the border, senor, senor, no money, no honey, senor. No money, no honey. Isn't it amazing how women will drop you if you're broke, guys? So don't be broke. Stop having troubles. Stop having so many problems. Get with it, man. Your life depends on it, and I mean that. Well, we welcome you all to the Space Age Bachelor Pad. So enter at your own risk, America, to America's Bachelor Den. It's the Bachelor Nation, my friends. Inside the world of America's favorite guilty pleasure. Brought to you by your illustrious host, Avon Wehunt Production. Oh, yes. Well, at least we're not broadcasting from the Ukraine or anything like that tonight. Guys, the holidays are coming up. Are you ready? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a fiancé? Or you're out there just banging around having a good time? Well, whatever you're doing, just um, you got to understand that when you're on these dates, when you meet these girls, a lot of you guys like to impress them. You never impress a girl unless you think she's your soulmate or or going to be the bearer of your children on the first date. So do you guys blow one two hundred dollars on these dates? Crazy. The girl dumps you, moves on, says thanks for dinner. You're lucky if you get a peck on the cheek or a hug, and she's off and running to her next victim, her next male victim. You know what I'm talking about. I told you guys before, you meet a girl, and uh, meet her at Starbucks, buy her a cup of coffee, say, let's get together. And if she likes you, if she sees potential in you, trust me, she will meet you anywhere. So just meet her out for a coffee or a tea, see how things go. Keep your expenses low. You guys are not making that much money, most of you, anyway. And you can't expect your uh, wallet to always be full of cash. You can't expect yourself to always be on the hook because you're not on the hook. You put yourself on that hook, that dating hook, and stop doing that. Just go out and have a good time, enjoy the lady, enjoy the woman, and enjoy your time together, but keep your expenses low. So you get to know her better. Don't women do that to you guys? Sure they do. When they first meet you, you ask a girl out. She goes, oh, I don't, wanna, I don't know about that. I barely know you. And she giggles and laughs. But when a girl, when you meet a girl and she demands dinner, say, I don't even know you. I barely, get, we, we've never even met yet. Over a coffee or a tea. I don't even know your last name. Why should I buy you dinner? Seriously, throw it back in her face. You know, tit for tat, pun intended. Make sure that you have minimal investment in whatever you do in life, whether it's women, business, jobs, but maximum return. Now, on, on your job, you're going to have to produce. There is a thing called production and a good work ethic. You want that. But when it comes to women especially, you don't know them from Adam. And the American woman of today is all over the map. 
She might have pink hair, purple hair, green hair. She's a tatted up whore. Not all, but a lot of them are. She's probably been with a lot of guys by age 18 or 20. And now it's your turn. So don't be the schmuck that doesn't get her. She wants to give it to you. But you got to play your cards right, guys. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. Don't be a loser. Don't be a cuck. Don't buy these big dinners. Don't let her think that you have all this money and it's for her. Otherwise, all she's going to do is pick your pockets. She's going to work you like an ATM machine. She's going to work you like a Vegas slot machine and work you over. And she's never going to give you any pie, if you know what I mean. You're never going to get it. So this show is uh, not for those with delicate ears. It's not for those who are looking for a chatterbox show full of dumb callers. My show's got, I think, the smartest callers in the biz. But on the show, we will speak truth to power. We will talk about a lot of things that are out there. And uh, guys contact the show all the time. And um, they want to, they, they tell me a lot of things, but they don't want to come on the show live. And so that's really a shame because America needs to hear from all of you. And um, you know what I mean. They really do.
Love that jazz. So cool. Well, welcome to our college fraternity on the radio. We are the new pharaohs of the land. Make no mistake about that. Well, you know, guys are out there dating. It's the holidays, like I was saying. And a lot of you guys have called the show, and you've emailed me, and you've called and texted. And a lot of you guys are really freaking out over the economy. So tonight we'll talk a bit about that. You know, the average rent in America is $2,000. Unbelievable. Per month, every 30 days, you get to cough up two grand net cash to pay your rent. If you want a mortgage, it might be even more. And I don't think these housing prices are going to be crashing. So don't think ever they're going down to 1970s prices. Won't happen. We'll see a glitch in the market. We might see a little improvisation where it's kind of like a, not even a crush. It'll dip a little bit. It's going to zip right back up because we have inflation. The money has got to be parked somewhere. The money will be parked in real estate, in land, in buildings. That's hidden wealth, always has been. And with the money printing going on in D.C., if you're a young guy coming up through the ranks like me back in the day, you're going to realize that, man, these, you know, if you find a good housing deal, you better buy it if you need lodging. And everyone at some point in their life, they need lodging. You need a place to stay. You need a place to live, man. So um, you find a good housing deal, buy it. It may be tough for a while. Maybe really rough for four or five years until you can, you know, get a better job or get a raise or get a second job or get a roommate or get a wife, whatever. This show is not anti-marriage, by the way. This is a show of The Bachelor in America because most men are bachelors now for more of their adult years than being married is the main premise of the show. However, I tell you guys, if you ever meet that special someone or soulmate, then go for it. Be the best dad you could ever be, the best father, what have you. But until then, you are a bachelor. You are under the show's domain. And uh, we are masters of our own domain. Always remember, guys, that um, you are responsible for your own life. Nobody else is responsible for it, but you, where you live, what you do for a living, where you work, your coworkers, your roommates, all of that, whether you know it or not, you've chosen. You've chosen your current station in life. You have. You picked it. You selected it. It fits you like a well-worn shirt or sweater. So, right now, this is your life. This is where you're at. This is what you're doing. And uh, if you want to change it, then you can always change it. But you've got to make that decision yourself. You can't rely on somebody else to always bail you out or do things for you. Well, we're glad you're here. It's time to officially start the show with the 1967 theme from the Ambushers, Dean Martin, Matt Helm style. 
alias Matt Helm, asking you to help me uh, stamp out spies, or at least muss them up a little. In our new picture of the ambushers, I got my hands full with Matahara's like Santa Berger. Skull. Shirt skull's got ice in it. Janice Rule and those ever-loving sleigh girls. Don't shoot. They get you when you're high. They get you when you're low. They get you when you're standing still or else when you're much for one mad helm, so how about pitching in a little, huh? There's enough action for everybody, so bring your friends and we'll make them honorary ambushers. They're the ambushers. They're the ambushers. Oh, yes, gotta love that. Dino style, baby. Well, this is the Bachelor's Den. The bar is open. I'm in the studio here. We've got some um, party lights on for this show. The, um... Animal print rug is out. <laughs> the black light poster is out. Again, the bar is open. The booze is flowing. My red velvet robe is on and slippers while I do the show. So we're having a good time tonight. I've had a lot of well-wishers called the studio before. They're tuning in across America. And we're in 25 countries, and many of you have also been going to the podcast like crazy. We want to thank you for doing that. Thank you for the bottom of our heart. Well, the modern-day fathers are now seen by society and by a lot of American women now as sperm donors only. And then you're seen as or viewed as an ATM bank machine going forward as you walk in Western society. And they wonder. They have the nerve 
and the gall to wonder why some men, some now, are opting out of this crazy system that seems to be stacked against them. Well, it seems to be like a modern-day society, right? Guys will always write the show and say, hey, Vaughn, I've been out to dating, I've been on multiple websites, can't seem to find a lady friend, a girlfriend. Well, I say they're out there. They're out there, boys. You've got to work harder. You've got to spread your seed over a wide tract of land. A lot of these women now are getting two, 300 hits a week on their profile. They don't know you from Adam. They don't know who to pick. All they do is they size the guys up as who's got the fattest wallet, which guy right now is going to throw money at her, which guy is going to take her to a fancy steakhouse or seafood house. Um, <clears throat> don't play that game. My best advice to you is don't be in that category. Don't be in that market segment. The girls you want are kind of like the girl next door, maybe even better. But find the girl with, that doesn't have outrageous entitlement complexes. Find the girl that wants to have fun. Find the girl that wants to meet up with you and can't wait to meet you. You know, maybe she is one of Charlie's Angels, for example. you guys uh, last summer were watching the Johnny Depp defamation trial on TV and we saw how that went right now you've got the I believe it's the Rocky Stallone breakup big Hollywood divorce allegedly it's going to cost him like 200 million dollars I heard to divorce his wife can you imagine that unbelievable cash a lot of you guys don't get prenups if you're a millionaire. We have a lot of millionaires who do listen to the show. They're expats around the world. They love the show. But um, you got to protect yourselves, guys, financially. Now we have Tom Brady, who's divorcing Giselle, his beautiful wife. I guess it's because he's going to be playing football again, you know, for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But here's the deal. Um, he's a great quarterback, no doubt about it. Love watching him play. But for a wife to say, if you go back and play football, and I'm going to divorce you, is what she's really saying. If that's all it is, then in my view, she was thinking about divorce a long time ago. 
You know, it's not just the football. That was probably the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. But, um, guys, these women are great, but they have limits. And understand that if a woman is a dream killer, she kills your dreams and what you're striving for, what you're trying to do, don't, don't deal with that. Pursue your dreams, Tom Brady. Play football. Do your deal, man. The way I look at it, if she really loved you, she would have stuck with you and your decision. Tom Brady said, look, I'm not going to renege on my deal. I'm going back. You're either with me or you're with the terrorists. <laughs> you know, literally. You're either with me or you're gone. Now, a lot of you guys don't have the cojones to say stuff like, like that. A lot of you guys don't have the balls for street language. You think you do, but you don't. But um, in my view, Tom Brady made the right call. His family has grown, pretty much. It's sad, but uh, it's happens a million times a day to guys that are not named Tom Brady. But it's amazing to think about. You know, here you want to go back and play one more season of football for your glory days, maybe two. And your wife puts your foot down and says, screw you, I'm out of here, really? Well, Tom made the right call. There's the door. Don't let it hit you on your fat ass as you leave the house. Unbelievable. The relationship carnage all across America in the fruit of plain, as they say. Gosh. What else is going to what, what What's going to happen tomorrow, next week? More shoes to drop. Yeah, it's getting pretty crazy out there. Well, a lot of you guys don't know this, but uh, this radio show is based on my hit book, The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. It's the retro and modern-day bachelor guide for the new renaissance men of the millennium and beyond. It's a big book. But like I say, so is the galaxy, chock full of information. Stories, interviews, conjecture, psychology, financial advice, political advice, how to survive in corporate America. This is the only book you need to survive in America with a K-2022. You buy this book and you read it. You can read it fast because the print, the font is the right size. Read about Three to five pages per night by your bedside, your nightstand there. And I'm telling you guys, you will be armed with knowledge, wisdom, and ammo, and a sharper mind, a sharper body, a fatter wallet, more verve for living. Your confidence will go through the roof. My book will take a beta male or a cuck who desperately needs that book and make him into an alpha male like your host. I will convert you slowly. Many of you, it may take time. It may take decades for some. It may take years, weeks, and months for others. Others are a quick study. But if you employ these psychological, 
financial strategic ideas and weave them into your life, boy, will you come out smelling like a rose. You'll be smoking hot in business, in finance world, your dating world. You will notice that strange people sense your power, and they will run up to the door, and they will open it up for you as you walk into a building. That happens to me all the time, and I say thank you so much. Always be nice to those who like you, who want to help you, who want to be with you and do favors for you. Even the mafia always took care of those who took care of them. One hand always washes the other, right? But in life, it's just it is what it is. And um, I thought you'd like that tonight. You need to be thinking about your lives. And we, this is our 19th episode tonight. We try to jazz up each episode, make it a little bit different, a little bit uh, unique. And uh, this show is no different. But uh, get out there and you need to buy the book and find the book. Just find it. Read it. That's fine. Bookstores, eBay, Amazon. But a lot of you guys, you need this information. You don't know it yet. But trust me, I see you guys at the mall food court. I see you at the, the movie theater, the mall, on the streets of America. And you need this book more almost than life itself. Welcome to the world of the modern-day Bachelor with Vaughn's legendary book. The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy and the Retro and Modern Day Bachelor Guide for the New Renaissance Man of the New Millennium and Beyond. This awesome book is an international underground cult classic and bestseller. This book is really cool and you'll love it. It is really a mind-blowing journey into bachelor hipdom. Everything you can imagine about the bachelor lifestyle of retro yesteryear and today, you can find in this ultimate bachelor manifesto from the history of the bachelor to how to throw a great Playboy Mansion-style bachelor party, career, finance, movies, politics, humor, travel, expat lifestyle, the MGTOW movement, sexy chicks, of course, and a lot of other very cool and interesting micro-chapters are all contained in this easy-to-read, must-have book. I'm proud to offer it to you here in all of its grand glory, so read on as Caesar commands it. You can find this awesome book at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and other fine online venues and fine brick-and-mortar stores. Onwards to the Empire, and may God save the Bachelor King. That's right. There's millions of singles in America. All the current stats suggest about 51% of the country is now single. Now, we are for people hooking up on our show. We encourage that. Nothing wrong with that at all. You need to. It's good. Good for the soul. So if you meet somebody, great. Go for it. But, again, this is for people that either were hooked up and divorced or young people, that young guys especially, that want to learn about more about the world. And you can tune in to this show and read my book and find out a lot more about the world without having to pay an experience because I – your host, I have collected, interviewed, done the trench warfare, so to speak. Brick by brick, I have built Rome 
from the ground up. The only way I know how to do it for you at your service, America. We'll get a cocktail, get a beer. We come back. We've got some calls on the line. And you can tune in and call at 563-999-3437. I guarantee it. of the night a little bit of a halloween theme there or the um the halloween plus one day right um well my god we'll get to some calls here in a second um you've reached if you don't know it's yet you've been tuning the dial blog talk you're sort of flipping around you're on uh, your your apple phone your droid phone you're on your desktop computer maybe your tablet Maybe your laptop. God knows where you are. But you found the show and you're here. You've reached the rogue, the infamous, the Von Wehunt show. You are now in the bachelor's den and the eye of the yeah, tiger. Yeah, you know what I like about Von? He's, he's like a trainer, you know? He's not going to get out there and like tell you a bunch of lies or try to make it puffed up or anything. He's going to tell you the truth. He's going to tell you what you need to know and nothing more, nothing less, you know? That's what I had with Mickey. When Mickey would be out there training me, he'd be telling me 
what I needed to hear. He wasn't going to give me something I didn't need to hear. He wasn't going to tell me something that wasn't true. He was going to hit me with the facts, you know. And that's what I really love about Mickey. I miss Mickey. But Vaughn's like that, too, with his audience. He's not going to go out there and tell you something that's not happening, that's not right, that's not true. He's going to tell you the facts. He's going to give it to you as it is, straight up. That's what I love about the guy, you know. So tune into the Von Wayans show because, you know, that's where he's going to give it to you straight up. You know, it's just the way he is. Damn right. I could never, ever lie to you, America. I don't have it in me. Don't have it in me. Would never do it. I'll tell you the truth, the unvarnished truth, as I see it as I know it. And I have a damn high accuracy rate at that and getting sharper by the day. Now, I learn new things every day. I don't know everything, though I try. <laughs> but now with the dynamics of male-female relationships or even your if, – if you're at work now, don't they call it the work wife or you're the work husband? Sure. I mean, I've worked with women before that I spent more time with, with the work wife than I did my own girlfriend at, at the time. And uh, it's funny how that works. And you, you'll know what I mean. She'll let you know she's your work wife. Trust me, boys. She'll let you know. I have picked you. I have selected you as my surrogate work husband. So test her some, sometimes. I'm telling you, this is a real phenomenon. If you flirt with another girl, or let's say you talk to another girl, she will be catty and mad and possessive, and she will snarl like Catwoman back at you, mad that you're not standing by her side like a work husband. You're not, and in other words, she wants you tethered to her, and she has picked you, and you've kind of picked her. Let's face facts. Takes two to tango, right? Well, that's a real phenomenon out there in the workplace right now. And on this show, like my Thursday hard-hitting political show, everything is on the table, man. Everything is out there. And we will talk about it in spades. So, <laughs> this show is so much fun. If you have a work wife, I suggest you date her and tell HR to go screw themselves. Have fun. Be merry. It's the holiday season. And with that, let's get to the Irish Pirate, our tech wizard. Oh, How are you doing, sir? <laughs> That's an interesting evening, especially after you start talking about work wives. Um, yes. Wow. Um, I haven't, That's it. I haven't mm-hmm. really been, quote, unquote, gathered like that, I don't think. Maybe I should have been. I probably <laughs> I wouldn't have had to go through the divorces, but... Anyway, yes. we're seriously, uh, gotta be, yeah, gotta be careful. Um, as you meet people, you never know uh, where they're really at. I, I try to be an expert on that subject, though. I mean, the only mm-hmm. way I can be truly deceived is if the person is deceiving themselves. When I see how do they right. react to their outward environment, I'll find a way in. But the biggest problem mm-hmm. is, yeah, if they're lying to themselves, I, I can't pick up on it. I can't pick up on yeah. you know if they truly believe what they're what they're BSing, and so that's a really hard thing to do. Because <laughs> so you never had a work wife, then, right? A work wife? I have. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, not, not, okay. Not enough. I mean, word. she won't go to bed with you. The work wife, now guys, the work wife, well, sometimes she will. You got to give her enough alcohol to lessen her inhibitions after work. That's the after work party. But in most cases, she won't go to bed with you, but from 8 to 5, now she may be married. doesn't matter. From 8 to 5, she's hooked up with a man at work on a psychological level. You're her work husband. Okay, many guys, it's happened to me before. And then you ask the girl, hey, what are you going to have to work? Do you want to get a beer or a drink? Oh, no. Oh, no. Now I'm going back to my husband or her boyfriend. Where before you thought she was a player. She's only a player from 8 to 5. What are your thoughts, Irish? <laughs> this is a downward spiral. I know. I know. I it's a fun it's, one. Yeah, this is kind of like one of those when you start wondering why the bars close at two and yes. you know, like suddenly everybody's going to turn into a pumpkin kind of thing. So five <laughs> o'clock and a woman has to suddenly change the way she's, you know, I mean, I find that a little bit weird. I, I don't, I don't think I would be too hard to figure out over time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When they make a sudden turn like that, or there's a certain time of day where that happens. Yeah. I mean, not to be yeah. confused with say, I mean, every woman has a favorite time of day to do their favorite things, but right. to do it, yeah, to do it with the idea of that there's a certain place for you before and after five, I, I have a hard time with that. I, I would think that. I do too. Because some days. I do too. I'm with you, man. It well, let's put it this way. Yeah. Um, some days you think you're working and you're not. Um, right. Uh, I think I'm. In one of those elements right now, I, I did my work last night, and I was expecting to do three weeks straight. And mm-hmm. they actually contacted me at work and said, by the way, you're not working three weeks straight. <laughs> yeah, I got your <laughs> text on that. I got your text on, um, on that right before the show. Yeah, I did the those analysis. Corporate bastards. I think, I think for sixty five. <laughs> I think for $65 a day, they'll, they'll say anything to make sure that I don't get it. So I'm Oh, yeah, they'll that. nickel and dime you forever. Rat bastards. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm independent to it. Mm-hmm. And so in a way, that's kind of nice. Um, and so I think tomorrow, uh, if Cacao Kelly wasn't actually listening, I think, to this phone call, that I'd be dropping a surprise on her. And saying, ha ha, I don't have to work. I didn't have to work last night, although I'm totally exhausted right now. <laughs> and that's because right. I worked all night last night and then got two hours of sleep and then taught four chess classes today. And it's at an all-time mm-hmm. high. Um, I'm having a really good time doing it. And uh, the biggest of the uh, regular season tournaments is coming up before we start doing the playoffs yeah. thing. And uh, everybody's excited. Everybody wants to get with it. Um, and the nice thing is, Cacao Kelly has said, if you need another day to teach, take it. Well, if that happens, it's, I don't think it's going to happen this semester. I think it's a bit late in the semester to start, and I would have mm-hmm. to start a new day to do it. There's no place else to fit it in. I've been doing it all in one day. And I'm very comfortable with the groups I have. And uh, and I'm very comfortable with the response from Cacao Kelly. I, I like the fact that she's let me set this up and spin it, and it gives me maximum advantage when it comes time. And, and parents are coming through now. They're starting to call me and say, I want to sign my kid up. I want to do more things with you. 
And I'm going like, mm. yeah, you better. <laughs> I don't believe right. we have very long to do this before. Need the, the cash for the holidays, play. baby. That's right. Bring it over, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird. In my, in my neighborhood, uh, Halloween was kind of a weird thing. We had a neighbor that decided that they were not just going to be giving out candy, but they had like a, a barbecue spread out. And I was so nice. had me a sampling of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had Very to be nice. neighborly. But seriously, sure. I, don't, I don't know where they got the idea from. Yeah, and I don't know who they're inviting in when they do that. But I will admit, um, the economy's been kind of weird, and my neighbors have rotated. Uh, those that had some money left and went someplace more remote, even though I think that all of them didn't go anyplace very smart. Uh, with one mm-hmm. exception, one of them went to Alamosa, Colorado, which I think is not a bad idea. But another one went to kind of an upstate New York thing, but New York isn't nice to people these days. Um, right. <laughs> somebody came here from Utah. Somebody came here from Utah, but they're not originally from Utah. They're originally from Illinois and found out, hey, this, these western United States are really cool. And then, then easily moved to Arizona to get a hold of something easier. I don't know what it was, but I'm, I'm happy that he's uh, – this neighbor is one of those really cool neighbors that has a, a, a Toto breed dog and one of those terriers. Okay. And, uh, Toto, yes. He does, and the dog is extremely smart. I really like him. Um, cool. Matter of fact, I, I think the dog might be worth the the relationship of the neighbor alone. But uh, mm-hmm. he also is the kind of guy that leaves his doors open. You know, whenever he's playing, right. comes through uh, the windows and everything. And I like that kind of neighbor. I don't like it when everything's all shut up and all you see is lights flashing in the window. <laughs> that type or of thing. Or strobe lights. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, the neighbors, nineteen seventy style, watch out. All, yeah, the neighbors that, that most of them that left were all uh, jealous that Cacao Kelly and I got together. And we're like, where can I get a woman like that? But now they've all rotated except maybe one. That's right. And uh, I don't know how they feel They're about green that situation with envy. anymore. I, green with envy, man. I, they were that, uh, You're fine there. Sure, sure, and. Um, that's how it is. But my experience, and I want to get your take on it, Irish, my experience with the work wives, I've, I've had a few of them back in the day, and they'll flirt with you. And, that, and, and that's one of the themes tonight. They'll be, they'll be nice to you. Oh, they'll come by your desk with a sexy sachet as she walks up to your cubicle desk. And they will do all, they'll, they'll tell dirty jokes, and they'll just have all kinds of fun with you, right? And you're going, and the, now on one hand, the guys like it because the other guys in the office go, well, man, well, we just got that hot dish, that hot chick over there. What the hell, man? I mean, everyone's going, they must be banging. They must be having a great time after work. Aha, I cracked the code. <laughs> and, and you want them to think that. <laughs> you're a guy. You want them to. You never deny it. They go, I know you're senior at a studio hotel. And you go, well, yeah, yeah. But actually what happens is, in reality, half the time is, I did say half the time, is the woman goes, oh, I've got my boyfriend in New York or Scottsdale or Phoenix or wherever. And um, at 5 o'clock, oh, I've got to go. 
and you you know it's like it's it's the strangest phenomenon. But I, I got to thinking about that. I thought yeah. I want guys to call in tonight. If this has ever happened to you, okay. call into the show. I will, and well, I want to hear about it. But I, I've got two. I've what's got your two, take on that? I got two versions for you. I got yeah, two versions me. of that for you. Um, one time at work, and this is when I was fixing computers for a living. Um, that girl that you meet, that is sharp. Um, I, gu- I guess we'll we'll use the term socially attractive. You know, everybody likes her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She right. was going out with somebody at work, even though a uh, dude was married, and you know, and I stumbled in on it. I, I, it was through an uh, actually it was through a um, a computer that was left on, and she forgot to cover it, so to speak. Um, and that made it pretty awkward for me because they got away with it for a while that I know of. I wasn't suspecting what I read, <laughs> and then all of a sudden right, living right. the secret. And then mm-hmm. the other thing that happened is when I was in the military, the one that really kind of got along with all the guys and, and was kind of like a, a manager who talked like that to all the guys was married to somebody else that worked in the same company. You know, they knew each other. They didn't see, you know, they, they knew that they were going home together anyway, and they didn't seem to mind. I thought that was kind of weird that uh, this particular woman was more of a sailor than the sailors. <laughs> right, because she could definitely, yeah, you know, she didn't care what the subject was or anything. She could handle it. And me personally, I like that. I like the. It sounded candid to me, which I want all my bosses to be anyway, whether a woman or not. Sure. I want to be able to. I want to be able to actually meet them at their level of you know what they think they need. But then again, if I was with somebody's boss, I would take it seriously. Most bosses that are out there don't. They're just in there for the money. And so I think one of the right. nice things about when a woman does that, they usually take it seriously too. Uh, uh, women tend to be, as bosses, a little bit more serious about the job, yet they can still let their hair down for the people around them. And I like that. I like that about women in general. I like them as bosses over men. Uh, it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And I think that the women are also a little bit more creative at work. You know, they, they live different lives every day. Um, they have different moods, I think, that men do. And I think that's actually better when work is annoying, when work is boring, when work is just a daily grind. And fixing computers, I'll be honest, I mean, I like fixing computers, but mostly it's because I got a chance to meet clients. The actual, what I was doing, I didn't think was cutting edge. I mean, most right. computer stuff isn't that cutting edge. It never has been if you're the one that's actually doing it because you're always having to go and train. Well, if that's true, right. then what you're doing is, yeah, behind the behind the eight ball. It, it's as bad as when they tell you your IRA has been going down 34% since, since Biden's been smacking <laughs> it. The answer is that yes, means, it has. That means the information you're getting, the information <sighs> you're getting is still way too late. Terrible. Way too late. So thirty four percent down, then they slip you and they slip you that little surprise, you know. By the way, you're it's SOL. not back either. You know, Biden ate it. And they smack you around on top of that. That's right. Unbelievable. That's right. So so number one, you're better off with the people that are a little bit more roll with the punches. And number two, I don't know where people get their news from, but if you're actually looking at something that's already happened, that's you want tomorrow's news today. 
and you're not going right. to get that from the usual. And and a bachelor pretty much knows that, but many of them don't know where to turn. I, I can't blame them for being disenfranchised with all the media that's out there. I mean, pretty much at this point, all the guns are pointed at Americans anyway. And everybody's ready yeah. to, you know, after having a fire sale, they're now they're just trying to kick everybody else off off the land. <laughs> pretty much what they're mm-hmm. trying to do. And it's not going to work, by the way. The bachelors are too well ingrained. They know the way. Uh, well, let's, if, if you're talking about slavery, which is what they're trying to do to bachelors, uh, the yes, problem they, they had originally is they would kidnap. They would kidnap, and back in history, they would kidnap people in their native land, and work them in their mm-hmm. native land, and it didn't work because they knew it so mm-hmm. well that they could rebel at any time. They knew the layout. If emergency came to emergency, the kidnappers didn't know the land and got caught. They they uh, they just got busted, yeah. not being able to handle what's going on. So the next thing they did to try and get smarter was they kidnapped people from one continent and brought them to another. It wasn't just from Africa to here. There was lots of other versions of that. And that didn't work out either because people eventually figured out that the new land was not known to the people running it either. I mean, they they, br- yeah. they brought them to a new land, but they themselves were not from land number two. And that's not working. So I guess my comment there is slavery never works. Everybody has a desire to be free. And if you keep pushing people's buttons, you'll find out. And I think that's what's going to happen, for example, to the New World Order. But more seriously, they're trying to get you now. They're trying to take The Bachelor and say, well, we'll make him work for us. And many bachelors give into this because it's a paycheck. Uh, or even right. they'll, they'll work like three jobs like that and say, "I'm getting ahead." The answer is no. You're you know, you're you're getting behind is what you're doing. You're you're working for all this money and the money is coming out underneath you, whether it's through inflation, whether it's uh, higher taxation, That's or right. just simply turning around and not and like we talked a moment ago, they'll just turn around and make your IRA worth 34 percent less in a year because they decide that hey. Uh, was it John Kerry that came out and said that everybody's investments is nothing more than spending money for the government? <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, pretty, of course. That, that, yeah, it's very, very true. They're actually grifting your money from you guys and gals who are listening. They're grifting it from the American bachelor, from the American worker of all stripes. Oh, yeah. It's rampant. All this Crazy. From, all this from a dork all this from a Dorco Yeo, who I've got a library book on my <laughs> library shelf that, that written about him. Uh, John Kerry, uh, the book that's about him from when he was in Vietnam, you know, the early stages of John Kerry. It's called Unfit yeah. for Command. And yes. nobody trusted him. Everybody couldn't stand him. And you know these, these people are in your high schools. I, I remember Patrick Howley talking right. about when he was young. It was, there was this woman that was always whining about things needed to be more equal and this and that and the other. She turned out to be the – he said, I should have stopped it when I had the chance. <laughs> well, see, here's, here's the deal. Means, right, right but... Irish. And that's why uh, a better theme for our Thursday night show, but just to touch on this really briefly – um, these guys that are leftists attack, in my view, bachelor dumb in America, and they, and they are all for the war on men. You might see a white senator, guys, but he might be a white liberal Democrat slash Marxist senator, and that guy is not 
have your best interests at heart. They are unfit to command you, unfit to command the nation, and uh, that's just the way it is. And John Kerry is a perfect example of that, and I can see that. But what they're really good at, the leftists, they're really good at coming back to America. They will twist everything around, and then they'll try to take credit where credit is not due. He was set before Congress, and they start a new career in politics to rule over you because they feel, again, that they're the anointed ones to rule over you. That's getting into the weeds there, but basically, guys, I'm telling you, the best revenge in life is to live well. And don't let these turkeys get you down, boys. Don't let them get you down. Go ahead, Irish. I agree with the live well. And what happens normally, you can tell uh, which people around you are these scumbags, even if they're not on the left, because companies hire them or governments hire them or whatever, and they fail miserably at one thing, and then they just immediately get plugged into another thing. That they're fit. It's a lot like NFL yeah. coaches. I think that you know they, yeah, they just never go. Nobody ever gets really fired. You know, one team gets rid of him. Somebody else picks him up because he has experience. I mean, experience of right. what is a good question. But mm-hmm. I see this all the time, and it. it uh, I think an, uh, an early version of that was referred to as the Peter Principle, where they would hire people and push them to the to the level at which they were in first right. incompetent. So if they're a fantastic yes. machinist, they make them the boss, and then they don't know how to show other people how to be as good a machinist as they were, and they just stay there. They don't actually demote them back into being the best machinist, and all the companies lose money. Well, the same thing is true right now for people that are being chosen to be put in charge of you, wherever you're working at, unless you're an entrepreneur. Thank God if you are. <laughs> we need you to stay that way. Um but these guys are out there just constantly leading and failing, leading and failing. And then you just have to ask the questions, like, what makes it so that this guy can't just go bankrupt? Why can't nobody hire the loser, <laughs> recognize his track record, you know, th- that type of thing? Because they're out there everywhere. I meet them all the time. I know. And uh, you will. I know, man. Uh, I just recently it's an epidemic. A, I just recently had a situation. You'll like this one, Von Weehunt. I recently had a situation where I had to uh, do some trimming, some pruning of uh, some trees that are on my property. Now, I'm, I'm living in a trailer, and so it's kind of weird that, for example, the palm trees that are on my property. I don't get to touch those. But the pine trees, right. I had to trim those, <laughs> except for mm-hmm. that I don't get any say as to where they're at. I, you know, I don't get to cut them down, I don't think, without permission. And so mm-hmm. I – tried to look for a good tree trimmer. And I went out and looked. Everybody said, well, I only trim trees for the rich people. That's the first first three guys. They said, I'm not coming to a trailer park because you don't have the kind of money I'm looking for. And I said, that's fine. I, I don't mind being denied access to someone who's looking for big bills. I just kept looking. Finally, I got a guy, mm-hmm. and I will admit he is of uh, Latino descent, which means it's questionable you know, where he's getting, I don't know, licensure or whatever. But obviously, think of the 1940s if somebody wanted a tree trimmed. I mean, somebody would go up there you know, basically with a saw and you know, go to work, climb yeah. a tree. It's called free climbing. Sure. That's the term. That's right. 
Well, nowadays, if you live in a trailer park like I do, nobody free climbs. Nobody. They all say, well, I'm very interested in... No more free climbers out there. Unbelievable. God, man. No, I found a a couple. The first one... I know what you mean. I I know what you mean. I I figured out who he was, and... Uh, yep. I had my trip to the hospital coming for my toe, and I never got a chance to hire him. And then immediately when I got out, I said, where is he? Where is he? And he gone. Couldn't find him. Didn't respond. And so I yep. knew he was kind of a, you know, living, living by the seat of his pants kind of guy. Well, finally, after months, Cacao right. Kelly found one. Yeah, I didn't. I ended up being <laughs> the guy that couldn't find him, and she found him. And so I immediately connected with cool. him. And uh, we started texting to each other. Now, keep in mind, my degree's in radio, TV, and film. I know how to brand. And so he said, show me a picture right. of the trees. So what I did is I took the picture in such a fashion you couldn't tell it was a trailer park. I admit I was a scoundrel on this good, one. Good, good. And he accepted the work right off the bat and gave me the best of all the bids as to what he would pay for it. And then he came out, I think it was two mornings later, and he goes like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was a trailer park. And it's like, well, I'm sure you want to do God the job, forbid. though. I got the cash. Right. I got the That's cash. That's right. We the cash. Yeah, he went forward to the – well, he was just a manager anyway. They love the cash. In this case, I ended up with – That's right. I ended up with two Latinos. Yeah, two Latinos took it on. And uh, I was really happy. It was, it was the cheapest bid. And uh, some people came out and said, well, they could have done a better job. It's like, first of all, they free climbed it. They didn't come up here with a stupid, right. you know, some big apparatus, you know, stretching it, stretch them in the skies. They just got to what they could reach and trimmed everything down, and it's safer now, and I won't have to do it again. Probably, you know, I'd probably move first before I'd have to do that <laughs> again. Now, taking it a little bit, wait, wait. how come? Uh, yeah. We got we we got like one more minute here, man. We're uh, we're going off on a wild tangent. Let's rein it back into the Bachelor Show. We're talking about trees and trimming. That's not the topic. I I can appreciate the story, but I want to try to reel you back in a little bit here. Well, we, like, where we, I was, where was you and I have this thing where I know we always go. I mean, you and I can talk for hours, but I I I want to stay topical. Because I know you okay. and I, once we get talking, okay. we lose track of the clock. I'll circle it and back. And so uh, it's a radio it show. So, yeah, let's reel it back in it for back. 30 so, seconds. So what we'll do, what we'll we do is end I'll just it. tell you this. Okay, I'll just tell you this. My HOA sent me one of those stupid letters and said, you got to do it. And so I told them, right. like, okay, who owns the trees? And they, and they said, oh, I think. And it's like, I didn't ask you what you think. I said, you're going to show me the instrument that says you can tell me to do this and they ran away with like little chickens. So that's very much like it. If anybody else that's out there that's always in authority and always telling you what to do, the answer is show me that you're the man that you say you are on paper. Show me that you actually now have the, we're getting the yes. authority to do Thank this. you. Yeah, I can get you back here. Show me the money, so bitch. That's why that's I got right. it. That's that's why I got this for the cheapest price, and this is why I got it the way I wanted it, even though I need Cacao Kelly's help to, Kelly's help to find it. Oh, I but know. The, the, the important thing is that – You and yeah, I could talk an hour about this, internet. but we need yeah. succinct stories for the radio, as you well know. We can go on and on on these great tangents. No, that, that, I love that last line that uh, you, had, you had given there, Irish. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, 
But yeah, you're right. Yep. I mean, the the bottom line to what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is guys, if you're tree trimming or whatever, you got to fight for your right to party, right? <laughs> That's basically Absolutely. it. You, you got to fight all these people. I want to sum it up for you, well, and just to get what you want to get the one done, guy man. I had to do, you know, the one guy I had to do was the guy, not the guy who was doing the work. He was quote unquote managing everybody. I just, I got along better. Matter of fact, I spoke better Spanish than the guys who did the work. So I was telling <laughs> them what to do in Spanish. So this, oh, it was hilarious. I mean, but come hey, on, come on, senor. Deal. Right, it is. It <laughs> yeah, is. I got along with them just fine. I, 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 I was only nervous when the manager was on the property. When they were working, I was fine. So right. That's how that Irish, works. thank and you so much, I man. The same way. There yes. Have a wonderful night, buddy. Yeah. Our tech wizard, Irish pirate. Thank you, sir. Great, great night. Um, he's right. I mean, uh, look, we have a our tech wizard is illustrious, and uh, he's got a lot going on, and I do too, and we all do. And man, I tell you, um, there's just you. You start living your life, right? And what I was just saying, it goes from one thing to the other, and before you know it, you have to go through a hundred hoops sometimes as a man, as a manly man of the world, just to get things done, right, and accomplished. Well, I'm glad Irish Pirate accomplished that. That's uh, it's just a lot of work. You you, you got to fight everybody. You got to fight the landscaper. You got to fight your boss. You got to fight traffic. We're born warriors and fighters, damn it. But sometimes the man, even the happy warrior, need to come home, relax, and take it easy. Maybe you'll put on one of those 1960s motorcycle movies. Who knows? Maybe it sounds a little bit like this. The female fun. They live free. Taking what they want. They come from all walks of life. They swore never again to let a man hurt them. The female fun. They tease men. They torture them. They love them. We don't give a damn about society's rules. We have our own laws here. Break one of their laws, you won't live to regret it. Russ Tamplin, Lon Chaney Jr., Jennifer Bishop in the female bunch. They're coming soon. Or maybe it sounds like women in cages. Women in Cages, the sensational new motion picture that rips the veil off the dirtiest racket ever conceived by the minds of vicious men.
in cages. Starring Judy Brown, Pam Greer, Roberta Collins, Jennifer Gann, and many, many others. Innocent young girls held in cruel bondage, sold to the highest bidder to satisfy strange desires. them all in women in cages Stay topical. wow very cool that's those i love those retro movie trailers so gentlemen out there pirates and rat pack bastards worldwide tonight is your night to put your best red velvet smoking jacket on light up your favorite cigar pipe with your vintage and very cool lighter get the cufflinks ready Wear your favorite leather loafers and slick back that hair retro Goodfellas Goomba Italiano style with your favorite manly numero uno cologne. As we delve into the Bachelor universe and galactic cosmos with wild, forsaken, abandoned. Yes! And with that, let's get to Cal Kelly on line two after Irish Pirate. How are you doing, Miss <laughs> Kelly? You're live on the Von Weehan Show. <laughs> I'm doing just great. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're right there next to the illustrious Irish Pirate. Love it. Well, you did, you did save the best for last. I will say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many things that affect the bachelor lifestyle. I mean, Irish and I have, have talked for four, three, four or five hours straight before. Uh, but the damn clock kicks our ass every time. This uh, radio clock. So, shoot, baby, what yeah. are you, what's on your mind tonight? S&M. <laughs> That's what's on my mind tonight. Yes. S&M, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, you wish we'll have fun tonight. Well, you were talking about uh, work wives, cheapers. Yes. What about work Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah. Even though yeah, I have it's a, it's a phenomenon myself. In the American uh, workplace. Yeah. It's a, re- it's, uh, it's a real thing, I'm telling you. I can't. That is what so do you think hilarious. About that? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, wow, men and women need to go home and uh, go tell their wives and husbands and uh, or uh, you know their uh, partners that uh, they love them and adore them. So that's what I think. Uh, in this world, I love that. Distractions and way too many um, opportunities to uh, let's just say go out, step out on uh, the person that you're with. So I don't agree with that at all. Um, mm-hmm. And see, for me, as as a woman, and any well, in you know my monogamous relationships that I am in and everything, you know, I do everything I possibly, possibly can to keep that relationship going, all right, so that, uh, 
you know, he doesn't uh, want to step out on me, you know, or find right. somebody else. Right. So As you should. You know, Absolutely. Well, and Makes the man should, too. I mean, it's not, though. It's I agree. It's not a one-way street. It has I to totally be agree. It's two-way street. The man must Absolutely. step up to the plate and stand and deliver. If they call on the show well, or I mean, if he's uh, having a day with you. Absolutely. I mean, does he really, do they really love each other or not? And do you really want to be with that woman or not? I mean, that's what it comes down to. You want to be with that man or not? Uh, you know, and I think a lot of people go into relationships haphazardly. They don't know the other person very well or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, then they're, like, miserable for, you know, five years or whatever. And uh, instead of letting each other go and finding other people, they just find other people behind each other's backs. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, she will never find out, you know, type of thing. Okay, well, yeah, they will always find out. That's right. So, they mm-hmm. will always find out if you are sleeping around on him, if you are, you know, I don't know. Do you tip the uh, mailman? Tell me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyways, but right. I, yeah, I do have old-fashioned views, so um, you'll have to... Uh, put up or, uh, you know, <laughs> deal with that. Nothing um, wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, well, my, my, my concept of the, of the work wife and the work husband is they've done studies on, on this at Harvard and Princeton. That'd be a great theme, kind of breaking some new ground for the bachelor show. Um, there's not always sex involved, unfortunately. <laughs> it's more of a, um, it's more of an emotional psychological, affirmative connection. In other words, the woman loves her husband. She, and she, let's say she loves him deeply. They have two or three kids. Now, not every woman is like this. But then she goes to work in corporate America, and there's a guy there that maybe reminds her of a, either a hot past boyfriend or maybe her current husband. Maybe he's an alpha male, maybe he's not. But anyway, she will gravitate towards him, and she will say this is my my bow from eight to five. Now that doesn't mean that they do anything. They might do lunches together, light flirtations, but she makes the other women know. She kinda stakes her claim in the office that he's mine and you aren't allowed to talk to him unless you go through me, the Queen Bee. <laughs> I mean that's uh... happened to me before and other guys that I know where it's like you're going, well, you go, okay, I don't mind this arrangement if I get some friends' benefits out of it, some uh, friends with, with, with uh, benefits. If I, if I don't get that, baby, I'm a free agent. I'm a free player. But it's funny. They'll interject themselves on your team, or they'll ask to be, uh, you know, if, if, if they can sit next to you. They'll make arrangements where they're close to you in the office. And they'll talk to you a lot. A lot of yeah, there's many women who are. 
And uh, now they will, maybe it's subconscious. Some of them maybe don't even realize they're doing it. They do on some levels. But that's happened to me a, a, a few times. Oh, she'll say, what are we doing for lunch today, honey? Just like that. Well, oh, we'll go here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You'll be, you'll be reported to HR if you say something like that at my work. Well, I'm just saying it's still, it's still, it still goes on, though. It's rampant. And so yeah. what I'm saying is, but when, when the guy goes, yeah, let's do lunch. Well, now, in, in a guy's mind, he thinks she likes him because she's asking him for lunch. And they'll pay Dutch. It's not about the money. <clears throat> but right. the guy thinks, man, sh- she likes me, and the guy will then ask her out. Sometimes she'll freak out and go, well, no, I don't see you that way. And the guy is going, then why are we having lunch? <laughs> I'd rather be with my friends having lunch where I can say mm-hmm. do what I want. See? And she goes, right. well, I thought we were friends too. He'll say, well, we're friends, but – if you don't want to go any farther, then I'm kind of wasting my time. You see, you see what I mean? She wants the emotional support for a man on her arm, but that's as far as she wants to take it. What are your thoughts? I have a different problem is because I don't get along with women at all, really. I just do not like women's <laughs> stuff. Okay? Yes. I grew up, I grew up a tomboy. Yeah. I grew up around men. My- and I am more comfortable around men. And, uh, hey, I'll give them a run for their money. If they want to try and uh, take me down, yeah, uh, they're not going to be able to do it, you know? And uh, so, right. anyways, so I have a different problem because I fit in more with the men than I do with the, the women. And so it makes me kind of a, more of a duck out of water. Because, uh, you know, that's how I grew up. I was a, a jock in school. Um, you know, I grew up on a farm. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, bailing hay, doing chores, it's all guy work, you know, most. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I still do it now, so, you know, I haven't <laughs> gotten out of it yet. It's hilarious. Uh, but I wouldn't. You see, you doing that. that. You're bailing hay. You're breaking horses. You're out there doing yeah, your thing, babe. Yeah. Damn. Hey. And the new love it. And what? We've at, we've added a new love to my life. And yeah. his name is Herman. And he has four legs and a shell. <laughs> Okay. He's our, he's our, he's, he's our desert tortoise. He's our Sonoran desert tortoise. <laughs> so. <laughs> Love it. So that's the only. You adopted only the desert tortoise. Between, yeah. Come between me and Irish pirate is the, uh, is Herman, the desert tortoise. <laughs> yeah. You call him Herman? Yep. You call him Herman. So, Love that. I'm trying to find find a lily for him. Yeah. Well, you know Herman Munster when, and Lily Munster. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you and Irish Pirate are uh, together, 
I bet Irish is wearing numero uno cologne, right? I bet he is. Four men on a search. Each man different. Living his own way. Searching. Discovering numero uno. The new thing in colognes for men. In all the world, there are only four basic masculine scents. Here's the best of each. Numero uno gold. Numero uno green. Numero uno red. Numero uno silver. Four numero uno colognes. All different. All wild. Find yours with a searcher kit. A jigger of each scent. Then get a full-size bottle of the one that makes it for you. Numero uno. Yes. Love that. We'll get back to a Kakao Kelly here in a minute. But right now... This is a girl that you've been with. Um, you see what you see what you would call a cherry bomb. Well, I've met a few of those before. Bring it on, baby. The Runaways. that that's great well put on your cool shades man you have arrived you have made it to the von we show special extravaganza the bachelor's guide to the galaxy radio show let's get back to uh, kakao kelly out there in radio land we'll get to breath of surfer and see what her final thoughts 
to the Bachelor's Den are tonight. Kelly, are you there? I am. I You're am. <laughs> what are your um, final thoughts to the Bachelor's Den tonight and our animal print rug? Animal print rug. If anything. Wow. You got a uh, pole <laughs> for some pole dancing. You know, I do yes. rock dancing for Irish pirates. Yes, he'd love that. <laughs> he does. Tell Irish he that does. he's a. I know he's a very busy man dealing with these landscapers and stuff, but we need some fun packs for the show. You got to use your feminine wiles to uh, coerce oh, him from oh, his I busy guess. military schedule, which I know he has. <laughs> Hey, he's his own man. He will uh, get to uh, your fun packs uh, when he possibly can. So. Um, I know, I know. We need at least one per month is the goal. One per month. We don't ask for much. But um, you got to, like, well, you better make it some coffee on a Sunday first. morning. Yeah, make it some coffee on a Sunday morning and say, honey, today is your day for fun packs. The Von Wien Show needs you, and the, the crowds love you. Remember, we are trying to impress people all over the country and 25 nations, and the people demand it. They're, they're phone at the mouth to hear new audio that Irish alone can produce for the show. So put it to them like that. that. It is true. They I get... I wasn't kidding because I get emails and letters all the time from people who go, we love your audio. Is there anything, I mean, they're, they're about to say, you know, we need to hear some new stuff. Put it to you that, that, oh. that way. We need to hear some new stuff. Well, I think you should put together a uh, CD for you. <laughs> well, we need MP3. To be uploaded oh, into yeah. the studio, MP3. Yes. So that's a separate little yeah, but and and I sent him a lot of stuff to to look over. I know I sent him a lot, but there are a few of those I, I I said on your next one we need these because I have shows planned and guests planned, and so right. um, we don't need five songs that that I don't need. We need five. Um, Fun packs that I have set, put it that way. And then maybe uh-huh. I told Irish include one or two of your favorite songs that you want me to play. I like a lot of things you sent, but um, you know, again, it's always up up against the clock. So, but Cal Kelly, you got your hands full over there with the pirate man, and you yeah. now now you've heard of the concept of the work wife and the work husband. So as you go down down the road, if you hear stories, save them for this show, and we'll put them on the air. Um, you know, you think good, and yeah. get your girlfriends to call well, too. That'd be good. <laughs> we we want to expand the show into the my feminine advice, territory. My advice to everyone is policy for yourself to not date anyone at your work. Not to date anyone that's in your apartment complex or condo establishment or even in your own uh, um, park 
trailer park or whatever, you know, set, set some standards for yourself. Otherwise, all you're doing is uh, setting yourself up to fail. Right. Well, I'm guilty as charged of all that. (laughs) I have totally uh, messed up then because I have violated all those rules. But you're right. In theory, that's the better way to go. I totally agree. It is. It really is because, you know, you don't want to – you know, sexual harassment suit at work or anything like that. And Lord forbid, why would you even want to date anybody at work? For Pete's sakes. I mean, because if anything goes wrong, everybody's going to know. And uh, you're going to have to look at her or him, you know, uh, every day you go to work. Right. Oh, it's just as but, but the guys would say if the sex is worth it, they're willing to take that chance. <laughs> they want you oh, to do it. <laughs> now that's very true, sexist true. remark right there. <laughs> They're willing to take that no. chance and take one for the team. <laughs> it is. Hey, yeah. You gotta have brains. You gotta have brains if you wanna I totally agree. You gotta have so. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you're with a very brainiac guy. Uh, Mr. Pyro, you guys have a wonderful night. Thanks for calling the show. We love you both. And we'll talk soon, maybe on Thursday night. Ooh, Who knows? Maybe. Only the shadow knows in radio. The shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thanks a lot. Have a great night, Miss Kelly. We love you, baby. All right. Love you talk too. soon. Thank you. Good Thank you. Bye. Good night. Great call by Kikau Kelly and Iris Pirate, of course. Yeah, there's this thing called a radio clock. And so uh, we're kind of always against the clock on the show. But um, good calls. Very good calls tonight. Let's get the uh, breath of surf from it. Before we do, we've got to get the proper music. Here it goes.
that was the spy song come spy with me it's our spy surf um genre well with that we'll uh, get brett the surfer on he's probably surfing off the coast i would say tonight of california california dreaming maybe oh yeah Vaughn. brett you're live on the fun way and show how are you doing man doing well <laughs> man here, uh, just chilling out <laughs> nice nice yeah so good to hear your voice your man call. it's been a while yeah, yeah, thank you yeah, for, just, for calling just, the show. Uh, just, uh, you know, hanging in there, taking it easy, uh, getting ready to uh, face life head on. And for some stories about, uh, what an interesting story with all the political stuff going on, you know, but that, that's for another show. But uh, another interesting thing, I just heard from a, a friend of mine, he's uh, he's single. As you know, I'm married with kids, but uh, happily and made the right decisions, you know. <laughs> but, um, this is right. a friend of mine, and, and he has a girlfriend that's out of state, uh, flying into town, and they've been dating for, um, they've probably been dating for maybe two months, but yeah. he doesn't own a house, you know, um, and he's, you know, and I am, you know, he's probably a, uh, he's he's a friend of mine that is totally different, you know. I mean, I've always been into, of course, I love surfing and the ocean and the waves, but, you know, I've always been into real estate, investing, things like that. So, you know, I've got a, <clears throat> a couple of houses. He doesn't have a house, but uh, he just rents, you know. But he uh, he had a paying rent, and his rent just went really, like, doubled almost. So mm-hmm. he moved out, so he's kind of looking for a place, moved in with a friend of his. And mm-hmm. he started dating this girl, so he just told me, I heard this today, he said, yeah, I'm going to have her just stay where I'm staying. He's renting a small room at a, a friend's house. Um, hmm. You know, I just don't think that's a good idea, and she's going to probably stay there. She's coming in from, like, the East Coast, so she'll be staying for a hmm. couple months, and she can work from her computer, so she'll be staying there, but it's his mm-hmm. friend's house that he's staying at. And I, I just feel like the advice that I'm going to tell him, I'm going to say, look, that's not a good idea because he's single too. Right. You know, you don't, you don't own a house. He owns the house. You know, you're, he's kind of mm-hmm. does different jobs, odd jobs, but he's kind of setting a career. He's, he's, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the bottom line is he has more money. You know, he just has more money yeah. and it's his house. And I'm like, man, I just don't think that's a good idea inviting a girlfriend of two months coming in from east coast she's going to work off her computer at your place but you're having her stay at a just not a good idea i think the likelihood of him losing her is pretty strong you know whether whether well you know does he get fringe uh any fringe benefits um i don't think so i i mean i think that would end (laughs) their relationship i i think he really likes this girl and i i tell him well the advice that I'm, I haven't told him this yet, but the advice I'm going to give him is mm-hmm. you need to, uh, you know, get your own place, man. You know, it's just, that's just not, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, uh, you know, that, that's, that's, yeah, from my experience, I think that would be the, the wisest thing, especially if it's a new relationship. Now, I've been married for 15 years, so I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm coming you to would know. Yeah. Yeah, but but right, right, right. you know, but yeah, but I was single for a long time, as you know, Vaughn, and I know. Uh, those days. Yep. But uh, 
You know, I would never do that when I was single. If I had met, if I had only been dating mm-hmm. a girl for two months, and then if I didn't have, I've always had my financial house in order. You know, I just just mm-hmm. the way I was raised. So, yeah, I um, it would be totally different if if I were single. You know, but anyway, man, I I just think that's that's hmm. uh, my advice is you know if you meet someone and you're Unless you want to just remain a bachelor, which a lot of people may they do, you know that that might be the best path for them, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but I just thought I'd share that with you, man. That that's kind of I thought that was interesting. I'm glad you my did. Advice would be to not, that's the kind of stories this this show is based on. Yeah, real life stories. Um, I and I really appreciate you staying topical. I tell people we'll stay topical. Uh, it's so easy for us all to go off on these wild tangents while we're on of the year, but this is a show dedicated uh, to the bachelor uh, and men in general, and even married guys that once were a bachelor, um, because the the uh, the premise of the show, which I normally say in the first part when you are not always on on the show, is that all the studies suggest, you know, from Harvard, Princeton, government even. Census Bureau, that men today are bachelors for more adult years than they are married. It's a new statistic. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the trend. Like, people are marrying later, and they're not married for as long. And there's more divorces. So let's say a guy, you're an adult at age 18, you don't get married at age 40. You get married, there's 22 years of you being a bachelor. Let's say you get married oh, yeah. at age 40. Yeah. And you're married for seven years. She gets a seven-year itch. She blows you off. She dumps you. Okay, now, well, now at age 47, you're back to being a bachelor again. You see what I mean? Right. So maybe exactly. it might take you five more years. To, so you you do the math, and um, it's these these two stats are kind of new in American society that 51% of Americans are now single, and more men today are bachelors for more adult years than they are married. Now, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm not judging. I'm just saying this is what the trend is, the trend line, if you will. And I'm big on that. So I always watch the trajectories and the trends, as you know. Now, I tell guys the same thing, Brett. I say, if you meet the, your soulmate, the girl of your dreams, date her and go out with her, have a wonderful life, and grab her, you know. But uh, if you don't, you know, if, if if the universe did not present you, present to you, mm-hmm. put it that way, with a significant other, you know, then there's a reason for that. Maybe you're not ready for an, a, you know, a big relationship yet. Maybe you need to be a bachelor. Yeah. Maybe the universe is exactly. telling you, yeah. uh, get out there and sow some more wild oats. Don't stay home and watch <laughs> movies. Date women. Get out. COVID really threw a yeah. curveball to men and women where they got used to staying home. They had the perfect excuse. Oh, I can't go on, on the weekends. It's COVID out there. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> right? To leave your house. People thought that. Well, they got ingrained into their psyche a little too much. We, we all realize now that was a lot of hype, government BS, hysteria. Medical hysteria, the likes of which this country has never seen. But it really spooked a lot of people who were looking for the perfect excuse 
and they still use it today. Oh, I can't go out. COVID's still out there, or a new strain, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, those yeah. people, guys, there's, you don't there's want to no... date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, you know, you, you know, they're afraid to invest to to take the risk or get out there. You right. know, hey, if you do, then then you know. Uh, but you're not a monk, and maybe you are, but if, you, if you're not, it's not healthy either. You know, it's not, not healthy. I agree, to, man. You know, stay inside. you got to keep going out and, and and get out there, man. Get yourself known. And, right. And, uh, get you out. Know, if, that, if that's Meet what you want to do, if not, you know, maybe – you know, you just have to, you have to, what's good for you, you know, so, um, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, you never just say, I'm done, I'm not going, I'm not ever doing this again, okay, then be satisfied with where you're at then, right now, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, and I mm-hmm. think that's what, what a lot of people have to realize, you know, if you are, more power to you, you know, if this is what, but most people, you know, aren't, aren't built that way you know we're we're social creatures so um but uh you know i don't i don't know i think that that would be that that stage advice is just to you know hey get yourself out there put your feelers out there you know if you're looking for a new job or if you're looking for a side hustle get out there get network with people you know you never know too many people and you know so I like that. that. Get your side hustle on, guys. Get your side hustle on. From Brett the Surfer, um, let me ask you this. Uh, (laughs) The theme earlier when you called in to the studio board was I brought up the premise of the work wife and the work husband in the workplace. This is also a new factoid of working life, like you, like you could be, it's not cheating because most of the time studies have shown there's no sex being done here. It's that it's more of a, an affirming psychological, emotional, mental connection, if you will. But some oh, people yeah, like it's yeah. happened to me before. The girl had a boyfriend in New York. She's living in Phoenix. Um, but at work, she acted like a work wife doting on you. Oh, do you want me to bring you a coffee too? Hanging around your cubicle or, or, or your desk, flirting with you, or saying, where are we going to go for lunch today? Okay. Acting like your girlfriend at work, and then when you call her out, oh, well, um, you know, I don't know. Um, you get the hem-haw. Yeah. She's hem-hawing around. She's, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, beating around the bush, as they call it. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, I call those girls out, but I've, it's happened to me a few times where they'll mark you as, he's my man at work. And you're invited to her and her girlfriends. It's not, it's not like, you're a, like you're one of the girls. You're the man she's going to have lunch with, and no other women are allowed. It's you and her. Yeah, yeah. And you and her on break. Maybe her best friend. That's it. She moves her desk near your unit or near your team. She um, is always waving at you or looking at you inside the office. But in, in her mind, you are mm, kind of a romantic interest. You are her man at work. Has that ever happened to you? 
Um, I'm, I'm going to say no, because, uh, if, if it was mm-hmm. like that, no, it would be man at work and man off of work for right. her because we right. would probably get into a relationship. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm like a real, I mean, I'm, an, I'm in sales, man. I'm a closer, but I, you know, and, and I'm closing in right. a good way. Always be know? closing, baby. You're not gonna, ABC, always, always be, closing. be closing. That's right. Yeah, but, but you know, in a good <laughs> way, like, uh, unless you don't want, I mean, if you just, a lot of times I might just want to work, I mean, when I was single, obviously, you know, <laughs> I work from home, you know, so now, but years ago when I did work uh, someplace, I, I would, uh, I don't know. I I usually wouldn't get involved with people that I worked with. Now, if if it was, mm-hmm. if I was going to make that decision, I would probably be heading out the door within a month if if right. I was really going to start, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's it's not, you know, if you're working both of you at the same same company, it could work. You never know. I mean, there's a there there's a married couple on channel 3. Um I can't think of his name now, but it's the blonde Mm-hmm. Woman that does the weather on Channel Three, and her husband does sports sometimes and other things. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, oh, Paul, Paul, good for Paul them on Channel Three. Yeah, you know okay. they're married and and they're on the same. So I don't know. I guess it could work. It would just depend. Yeah. You know, depend on the situation, depend on the relationship. I guess I've never, never, uh, uh, you know, been in a serious relationship with a, with you know someone that I work with. It, it's just too difficult. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. Exactly. Could, you know, and you know, but hey, you know, you never know. I I don't want to say you know never because it, maybe there would be something somebody that you're working with and you decide to get married and just work at the same company and it it, it could work. I don't know, but um, <laughs> it could. There's a, there's I, a lot of moving know. parts there. I totally I totally get it and realize that. I'm just saying from a from a societal standpoint, it's happened to me before. It's kind of a weird thing. It's like when I called her out, um, she ran for the hills. Like, you mm. know, um, but I'm going, what do you want from me? Do you stop yanking the man's chain? What do you want? Yeah. And I think men should be well, honest with women and just put it out there. Call her out and don't be a cuck. And uh, just do it like that. To me, it's just a lot exactly. cleaner and better for all. You, you don't know? have time to waste. You know, life moves fast. Right. So, you know. Yeah, I think I think you it's time uh, to dilly dally yeah, around. That, shop, shop, baby. Yeah, New would. York, New York style. Come on. Yeah. Pony up. Yeah. Pony up. Do it or don't. Exactly. You know, dater or don't dater. You know, and uh, we're that's, we're that's men are tired of these games, mental games, emo- work games, emotional games. You know, if a girl likes you, call her out. My best advice. You know, that's what I did, and we were still friends. But well, yeah. she realized I wanted a little bit more than what she was willing to give, and I went, "Well, if that's how you feel, then you're wasting my time, baby." And exactly, a stallion yeah. must roam free, and I'm moving on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what true. I say. It's a stallion true, must roam free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, man. It's like a fish in the ocean, you know. You let them run free and do their own thing, man. So yeah, that's right. 
God, good stuff, man. Well, Brad, thanks for calling the show, man. We appreciate you, man. We really, really do. And I'm right, sure you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from you hopefully on Thursday as well, buddy. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Cool. Have a good one. All right, brother. Thanks, brother. Have a great night, buddy. You bet. That's Breath of Surfer, folks. Uh, calling off the coast of California there. Get a drink and uh, get a cocktail. I shall return. show the podcast people will get this uh the new bachelor intel tonight was the uh, concept of the work wife and the work husband before a man settles down and gets married with 2.2 kids in america he is a rogue bachelor we will teach him the ways of his viking fathers and talk in depth about what he needs to do in order to be a success in this life it's the bachelor's guide to the galaxy radio show kiddo on every Tuesday, the first Tuesday of every month, one show per month, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, baby, the equal opportunity offender. Well, gosh, we will have our big show on Thursday night, and when you're calling the show, I always ask everyone to be topical, stay uh, with the trends and the trajectory of my monologue and uh, we can deviate a little bit here and there but I want to really what the people really care about well some of the um, people who have written the show are great points and great emails that a lot of you have made love all that one guy wrote dear Vaughn love the show it's entertaining to an alpha male generation Xer like me and like you. I'm relaxing right now in my study. 
I've got some Irish whiskey in my flask. I'm smoking a stogie, my favorite red samurai kimono smoking jacket is being worn proudly. My feet are propped up on my 1940s oak desk. My favorite swivel office chair is my favorite place to sit. I'm surrounded by a really cool sword collection, politically incorrect art, vintage Tiffany lamps casting and amber glow and a thousand leather-bound books with the smell of mahogany in my study. It's a swell way to spend an evening talking about games and guy stuff and cool stuff and all the things that make our world go round. Keep it up. Love the show. Curtis from the northern frontier of Denver. Well, thank you, Curtis. We appreciate you and appreciate everything that you represent to the show. Yeah, there's a little bit of Batman in every American Bachelor and Western Bachelor. Well, we are the good time Charlie and Charlie's Angels, baby. The Bachelor is part playboy, part happy warrior, part traveler, part James Bond, part Matt Helm, part in like Flint, part chameleon, and part John Wayne. The Bachelor playboy loves gadgets and cool things. 
cool cars and cool clothes, cool watches and great travel vacations. He has many edges, edges and facets like that of a sparkling diamond. Cool to some, others may think he's a bastard. Some women think he's a bad boy that they crave every night. Well, tonight, my friends, our retro fun radio show, The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. We're glad you were here. We had some fun, had some good times. We want um, Happy Days to um, come back to our land and to bachelors everywhere who strive and work. They have dreams, hopes, and they have prayers for their future from the 1940s bachelor to the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we're in the 2000s, God forbid. The bachelor is always out there. In every decade, every fashion trend, we rule it. All the music scene, we rule it. The bachelor is in the military, politics, business. We're like the mafia. We're everywhere, baby. We're getting our cut from the street getting people to pay tribute to us and pay us what we're worth. You're like a raging bull in the ring. And this is your radio octagon. This is the show your mother warns you about. This is the information and the intel that you need to know to go forward. We mix it up with a little bit of open bar, some songs, some conjecture, some promos, because you need a break from the drone of my voice for those of the callers. It's good to have a break where you can think and digest what you heard in the prior segments. And I believe that people will think better and they will retain more information that way for my own research and studies. We um, know that it's tough out there being a bachelor. You're being attacked from all sides. And we know that to be true. So, guys, you need to um, take care of yourselves out, out there. Work out. Stay fit. Be ready for anything. And uh, after all, you do all of that, you'll be ready for whatever life has to throw at you. Well, have a great night. I will leave you with a classic song from Steppenwolf, Suki Suki. Have a good night, guys. Until next month, The Bachelor's Den is always here as our fireside chat in the bar is always open and the ladies are always at our beck and call here at the Playboy Mansion. Good night.
America, good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow.